Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? Welcome to Thursday. Well, it's not Thursday when this gets released. It's probably Friday. Maybe it's Saturday. But I am no, like I'm about an hour, two hours away from the... Sunday night, uh, what? Wow, Sunday night football, Thursday night football. Can't be too much. I gotta set my lineups. I haven't even done that yet. So, oh yeah, you need to get going, bro, oh, dude. I'm so far behind. I probably should have done that when I was waiting for you, but I started playing. Um, yeah, Starfield, Starfield. Whoa, Starfield! So much fun. You big Starfield guy? Yeah, I'm. I'm a nerd. I've never played that game, but I've heard a, a lot about it, and I've seen stuff on it. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. You get to travel planet to planet and kill things so i'm good with that <laughs> okay <laughs> but anyway welcome into the pod um we got weekly starts and sits on the show uh we'll break down uh each and uh, each of rick and i's uh starts and sits uh and tell you who we got individually uh before we do that check the website fantasychampions.com follow us on twitter instagram facebook tiktok if you're listening on apple podcast spotify stitcher or any other podcasting platforms please leave a review share this pod with your friends if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below any questions you have. Those start questions, we'll get to them as fast as humanly possible. Um, all right. Are you ready for week seven? Oh, what'd you say? You ready for week seven? Yes, sir, dude. Week seven, dude. You know, we're close to being halfway done with the NFL season. That's, no, stop. Don't say things like that. It's 17 weeks, so I'm, not, I'm still in the first half, okay? It's actually 18 weeks, so we're we're is it 18? We got to week nine. Dude, I'm like lost in 2015. <laughs> All right. Let's do our starts and sits. Um All I'll right. start with let's start with the quarterbacks. Um and I'll start with Brock Purdy at Minnesota. Um Minnesota actually was an easy matchup, but last week I think they did pretty good against the quarterback they were playing. Um and so it pushed them down a little bit in the fantasy points allowed total, but they're still a top ten easy matchup in fantasy football. Um, with 18.4 points per game scored at that position. Um, I think, you know, obviously coming into this game, like last week, I think I told you just to sit Purdy, um, and he pooped himself. Probably uh, Purdy's yeah. worst game. First loss as a starter. I could be wrong, but I want to say we had a tough week. I feel like we either do, like, really, really good on starts and sits. Or really bad. We just have... Really bad. And just yeah. to like it's no between. They don't give us any kind of like wiggle room. It's just really bad or really good. But yeah. no, um, yeah. So Purdy at Minnesota. Minnesota is you know they give up a lot of fantasy points to the quarterback position. They've never really been good in the secondary. Um, so this should be a bounce back game for Sam Fran uh, and Sam Fran's offense. Um, I like him to Brandon Ayuk in this game because there might not be Debo and there might not be CMC. And uh, that mm-hmm. means that two guys are going to be open on the field. That's going to be There's George. A stack for you. It's going to be George. In, in, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be George and Brandon Ayuk. So yeah, daily um, fantasy. But I do think that Brandon Ayuk, I mean uh, Brock Purdy, will have a bounce back game this week against Minnesota, and it'll be a week that you can actually start him. Um, I'm still in the stream conversation with Purdy, but some people are on the on the week to week bus. So I'll start Purdy though. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, I love those bounce back games because I also am having a bounce back game. That's Jordan Love playing against the Denver Broncos. Um, do you know where the Broncos rank against quarterbacks? You want me to look it up? 
No, I know the answer. They are 32nd, meaning they are the worst team in the league defending quarterbacks in fantasy this year. Nice. This is literally the best possible matchup. He's coming off a bye. He's coming off a bad game. The weeks before his bad game, uh, he was putting up some pretty good numbers. Uh, I'll pull it up here because I had the wrong league, which has the quarterback stats all messed up. But um, he had 22, 20, 25, 18. Right, that's really good. He was, I think, QB three, right, through the first four weeks. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then he had seven against the Raiders and just had an awful game, three interceptions. You get a bye week. He's recovered from the bad week. I'm expecting a bounce back week off the bye versus an awful, awful Broncos defense outside of Pat, Pat Sertan. They have really nobody playing well in that defense. Um, so I feel like this is a big time uh, bounce back spot for Jordan Love. Okay. Um, let's move to the sits at quarterback. I have Big Kirko. You like that? Ugh. Cousins versus San Francisco on Monday Night Football. I'm sorry, Rick. I have to do this to you. No, I uh, I don't know if I should change mine because I have the same guy. I didn't see that you had Kirk. Oh, see, I was going to check this before the show. You loser. Do you want me to change? I can find somebody else. I'll yeah, find somebody find, else. Go find somebody else real quick. Okay. Well, it shows that we we're all in on the anti-Kirk. So, if you want to watch just the just to see if my quarterback starts and sits are correct, just watch the San Francisco 49ers Minnesota Vikings game. Um, both on Monday, obviously, both on Monday. Night. So the the game is on Monday night. Uh, but no, Kirk Cousins at San Francisco or versus San Francisco, not at San Francisco. Uh, not going to be an easy matchup for him. Um, San Francisco is one of the best def- defenses in the NFL. They just lost a football game. They're going to be coming out hot. They give up 11 fantasy points a game to the quarterback position. It's just not a good week to start Big Kirko. Oh, and by the way, by the way, friends, no Justin Jefferson. Mm. No Justin Jefferson. Mm. So, uh, not going to be good for Kirk Cousins. He already kind of struggles without it, but um, without uh, without Justin Jefferson. But uh, against San Francisco, all bets are off. So I'd sit him this week. Find another option. Yeah, no, agreed 100%. Uh, he was my top choice as well. But I'll give you somebody else. I'll give you Jared Goff against Baltimore. Whoa! Uh, Goff, Goff has been balling out this year. Uh, he's QB5. So you would think he's a must-start every single week. Nope. Not for me. Against Baltimore, I'm going somewhere else. Uh, so, you know how I told you Jordan Love has the best possible matchup in fantasy? Yeah. You know who's the number one defense against quarterbacks? The yeah. hardest matchup for quarterbacks? The Baltimore Ravens. And that's who Jared Goff is playing this week. Um, very, very tough matchup. Uh, I think this is going to be kind of a grinded out game. Maybe it's a shootout. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it'll be a close game either way. Two pretty even teams. I think Detroit's probably slightly better, but um, it is in Baltimore, so it's going to be a very tough, tough matchup for him. Uh, coming off two really good weeks, uh, I think he's probably due for a not-so-great week. And he could play okay in real life without putting up really big statistics. And I think that's a real possibility as well. So I'd also sit Jared Goff. Okay. All right. That's a that's a hot take. It might be a hot take, but mm-hmm. dude, he has two weeks this week, this season with 14 and 12 points. So, like, it's mm-hmm. not that crazy. Mm-hmm. I know he's QB5, but. <laughs> All right, let's move to the running back starts and sits. Um, for my start at the running back position, um, I have Javante Williams versus the Green Bay Packers. Um, I want to confirm he's in the game. 
Uh, he should be. He dumb. played last week. Okay, all right. Because I'm like, I would be a dumb dumb to to completely say this, and then and then he just isn't playing. Um, and I'll do yeah. this. I'll do this live for you guys, so you know that. Um, I'm. I just want to give you the right information. Uh, yeah, no, he's playing this week. Um, so he he has had um a tough season. Got injured. He's only been like around forty percent of the snaps. Nine seven eight three seven on the season so far. So it hasn't looked great with Javante. If you drafted him and expected him to be really good, but this week he's going up against the Green Bay Packers. And the Packers um, currently are the fifth worst match, or fifth fifth easiest matchup, I should say, um, mm. at the against running backs. They give up twenty four point five points per game. So this should be a game that you see Javante Williams get somewhere around fifteen fantasy points. I anticipate that the Broncos can have some success against this Packers defense, and uh, and Javante should be able to run the football. So. Um, I would start Javante Williams this week, but if he doesn't do good this week, I'm kind of I'm kind of out. Yeah, I'm I'm see you later on Javante Williams. Yeah, he has not. You know, he hasn't scored more than nine points in a week. Yep. So that's uh, not good. You no, know, you call mine a hot take. I'll give you. Risky. You know, that's kind of a hot take. I don't hate it because I'm a Javante guy at heart, and it is a good matchup. Um, my guy. To be fair, he's have... doing that on forty percent of the snaps. So if you gave him like 60 to 70, he would be at like 13, 14. True. That's true. Without touchdowns, um, by the way. My guy, I feel like I'm kind of cursing myself because I, I said this last time and it, it didn't work well. But every time I put one of my home league players in here as a start, yeah, they usually don't do well. Um, And that's Jameer Gibbs. It's kind of my last stand with him as well. He's been better than Javante, but he hasn't been great either uh he has 8 12 9 and 9 so 12 is the most points he's had 8 is the lowest he's kind of sitting there between 8 and 12 points every week uh he missed the last two games the reason i have jameer gibbs though is because david montgomery is out this week so it's going to be the gibbs game again it's another opportunity for him to shine i'm hoping they still give him receiving work because last time montgomery was out he only had two targets it's the sun. And they gave him all the carries. And it's like, that's not really his game. You know, you, with Montgomery out, it should be like 15 carries and like six targets. This is the last you know? chance. It should be. They should use him like for, the 49ers use McCaffrey. Right, see, right? Every, like, he just brought up Gibbs to rant. No, no, no I'm not. I, I'll stop the rant. But isn't that how the, you know, he should be used, right? Like, you know, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I would imagine you okay. actually use now, your top me... 12 selection. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Well, I'm not not even just like a workhorse. I mean, like if he's gonna be the workhorse, you still don't want to give him 20 carries. You want to give him like 15, 16, and then give him like six or seven targets um, in the pass game. But anyway, he's playing Baltimore. So uh, to give you context, another Lions player, right? I have the quarterback as a sit. Mm. Um, as good as they are against the pass, they do struggle against the run a little bit. Uh, Sleeper has it as a light green matchup. I think they ranked 18 against running back, so it's not like the worst matchup, but it's not great either. Um, so it's it's not a bad matchup for Gibbs. He's got to be in a position to be the workhorse, no David Montgomery, uh, so he has a huge opportunity to really have a big game. If he doesn't have a big game this week, though, I think I'm, I'm not completely out on him because he's still like a flex player, but I'm out on him completely being like an RB2. Okay. Uh, you know the 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 Lions could have drafted like Will McDonald, something like that. They could have drafted Christian Gonzalez or uh, Jalen Carter. They uh, could have drafted a lot of guys. Carter Carter. Won- oh, that's true. You know, because they still had the top pick. They had the they sixth traded, overall pick. They traded back. 
Yeah, sorry. They could draft it a lot. Yeah, they, got, they got well. Hey, they got Jameer Gibbs, who they don't use, and some extra picks. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, true. It was about the picks. It wasn't about Jameer Gibbs. Right. Uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense with uh, Jameer. I mean, uh, yeah, with Gibbs. I-, I agree. I think it's the last shot, last uh, last chance he's got. Um, all right. My sit of the week at running back. Oh, we're going back to the, the well. Oh, isn't this your sit last week? Yep. <laughs> And I'm going right back to the well because people are out there and they're like, well, you know what? It was just a hard matchup. That's why it was a yeah. hard matchup. And that is yeah. why the Cardinals running backs had a bad game. And I'm guaranteeing you that Keontae slash DiMersino, what a frig his name is, is going to be a really good, good running back this week. And he's going to win my week because it's a good matchup against Seattle. No, they both suck. The Cardinals suck. And they're not going to be good. So keep them on your... You know what? Drop them. It's over. Drop them. It's over. Cardinals running back sit. Um, wow. Side note on the Cardinals. Did you hear that Kyler Murray is uh, aiming for a week nine return? Woo! Shiny toys. Shiny yeah. toys. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I, I already tried to I trade for him. bring them back week nine because they're playing the Browns who right now have the third best... Defense in the NFL statistically. Yeah, I would probably wait one week and then play him against Houston, but that's just me. Uh, Yeah, so my sit is Zach Moss, and you might be thinking, like, Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor's back, so who cares? No, people are still starting Zach Moss, and he's still playing really well, Um, but we have to look deeper in the numbers, right? So week five uh, was Jonathan Taylor's first game of the season, and they kind of eased him back into it, right? and because of that, Zach Moss had a monster game. 33 fantasy points. He was really efficient as well. Yeah. Uh, this week, seven carries, 21 yards, three yards a carry. They used Jonathan Taylor more. Jonathan Taylor got, got more touches this week. Uh, it looks like they're starting to switch to make Taylor the lead back again. Yeah. But Zach Moss had six catches, so PPR value goes through the roof, and he also had a touchdown. So he finished with 18 fantasy points. Um, so people are still going to start him. He's the R- you know he's the RB five on the season. Yep. The running back position is broken, dude. Uh, so with all that said, he's a hundred percent going to be started by anyone who owns him. Yeah. Uh, in most normal leagues, I would recommend not doing it. Jonathan Taylor is taking over this backfield. He's going to get more carries than Zach Moss. He's going to get more touches than Zach Moss. And they're playing the Cleveland Browns, who we all saw what they did to the 49ers last week. I know the 49ers had a lot of injuries. It wouldn't have looked like that if they were all healthy. But they're still a very, very good defense. Uh, and I believe they are very, very good against the run, according to Face Bros. Uh, running backs, it's not a good matchup for them either. So um, Zach Moss should not be in your starting lineup this week. Sounds good. Let's move to the wide receiver position. My start this week at wide receiver is T-Mac Terry McLaurin at oh. the New York Giants. Uh, the Giants, you know, they're 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 weird. They're a weird they football are. team because uh, some weeks there you might have the a top five defense, and then others they just are like, hey, uh, we're not going to show up today. Um, but Terry McLaurin on the season, you know, he in the last first three games of the season he had four targets, six targets, six targets. Um, he still had some decent games. It wasn't getting a whole ton of opportunity. Last two weeks, he's had 22. Last three weeks, he's had 22, 8, and 14. And in those games, he's had a total of 26 targets. So 
Um, obviously an increase on the 16 he had uh, through the first three weeks of the season. So he's starting to see an increase in target share. Um, I also will say with the easier matchup, if he does have an increased target share, he will probably have more successful um, performances at the wide receiver position. Uh, just to let you know, the New York Giants currently give up uh, 30 fantasy points a game to the wide receiver position, which ranks like, I think, a top 12 easiest matchup. So um, I would get Terry McLaurin out in your lineups and and not be afraid of starting him this week. I think it's a good matchup and you should roll. There you go. Wasn't he your sit last week? I believe so. He did pretty decent, didn't he? I think. He did okay against Atlanta. <laughs> 14, yes. Yeah, he caught six passes on 11 targets, though, so that's not hot. Seven yards per catch. Yeah. Or per target. Per target. He had 81 yards. 13 yeah. yards per catch. If he caught more passes. Uh, <laughs> my guy is Amari Cooper against the Colts. Um, Deshaun Watson is likely coming back this week. I know there was some... Uh, Concern that he wouldn't play this week. Uh, he was a full participant though on Thursday, so that's a really good sign. Um, even if he doesn't play, I still feel good about Cooper because against the Colts, the Colts have really struggled this year against the pass. Uh, they rank 22nd, I believe, to wide receivers. So it's a good matchup. It's a top 10 matchup for Cooper. Um, and he's actually been pretty solid this year, no matter who the quarterback is. Uh, but without Watson, he has been worse. Uh, two points in week four, which was brutal, and then 14 points last week. Um, but with Watson, he had six, 16, and 24. So I'm not saying 24, but in a good matchup with Watson back, I do think uh, Cooper's in line for just a really solid solid week. And if you're worried about him um, with the kind of inconsistent play he's had this year, I wouldn't worry about it. Put him in your lineup, um, and I'm getting 15 points for it. That's a good one. That's a really good one. No, thanks, bro. I almost got Amari Cooper in a trade, but I just refused to trade fold, man. Yeah, that's a take that might come back to burn you a little bit. Yeah, I am Because it is redraft. It's not a take. Amari Cooper's the a... same age as Diggs, bro. it's bro. not a take. It's a, it's a bias. He's the same age as Diggs. I'm an ageist. So you don't want Cooper Cup, who's like 30? Nope. It's redraft, bro. You got to think of it like dynasty. Yeah, I get Cooper, it. bro. If Cooper Cup like pops pops his kneecaps because he's 120 years old. Okay, but in the meantime, he gets 25 points a week. He probably has a couple broken fingers with the amount of times he's caught the ball. I mean, Justin Jefferson's what 23, from, 24, and he just from Matt went on Stafford. IR. That so guy I mean, freaking slings it. I don't know. In redraft, I don't really care about it. I do like well. Amari Cooper, though. I just oh. never, I never end up with old players because it's a choice I choose not to make. I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, all right, let's move to the sits at wide receiver. My sit at wide receiver is Jerry Judy. <sighs> and, and the stupid part is, I gotta start him because there's no one else left in my team because oh, you too. Five weeks, yeah. So, um, I, you know, whatever, bro. Uh, but I'm gonna sit Jerry Judy this week versus Green Bay. Um, I have another Green Bay game. I need to get the frig out of this situation. Um, but Green Bay is actually good against wide receivers this year. Um, so, yeah, Jerry Judy, not the greatest matchup. The other thing, too, is like Judy's been getting like six targets a game. And the passing offense for Denver hasn't been wonderful. And um, And then there's rumors of him getting traded. So, 
Uh, all of that does not lead me to believe that there's good things in store for Jerry Judy in this game. While I will be rooting for huge amounts of success and for me to be wrong, I would not start Jerry Judy this week versus Green Bay. I'd sit him and find another option. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I'd probably agree with that. Um, for me, it's a George Pickens, which is your guy. Love you, George. I agree. Um, I agree. And he's been really good this year. I have him in a dynasty league. I think I'm starting him in that dynasty league as well. Uh, but look, the Rams right now are top five against receivers defending it. So they rank fifth. So it's a not a good matchup. It's it's one of the five best defenses in the league against wide receivers for fantasy purposes. So it's already not a good matchup. And Deontay Johnson is expected to come back this week. So. The big target share, the 10 targets a game, I don't think continues. Um, I've talked about this before. I think we had him on our sell list a couple weeks ago because of this. Um, or not because of this, but this had a little bit of a factor. In week one, Deontay Johnson got injured in the second quarter, but he had six targets in the second quarter. And at that same time, I think Pickens had three. So I'm not saying that Johnson's going to come in after being on IR and just out-target Pickens. But it does take away targets, I think, from George Pickens in an offense that really isn't that great. Mm-hmm. So he kind of needs to rely on the big plays, which will still get him good weeks. But those 10 target games, I think, are kind of in the rearview mirror for him. Agreed. Okay, finally, the tight end position. And we'll send you on your way. We do have one more show this week, by the way. Be sure to check that out. Trade targets. Best show of the week. Gets the most traffic. So be sure to check that out. Which is kind of interesting to me, but... People love the trade targets, my friend. I guess so. Um, Who do I trade? Who do I trade, dude? Uh, All right. My start at tight end this week is Zach Ertz at Seattle. Um, Zach Ertz coming off a bad week, but he has consistently gotten a target share and 9 to 11 points per game. Um, This week he got four. So I think he bounces back in this game against the Seattle Seahawks. And um and is able to man I keep taking guys from the same games I'm I'm this is kind of making me angry, uh but no uh I would I would start Zach Ertz this week and and ride with it especially if you need a tight end and you don't got one which I'm in that boat this year. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I got Darren Waller. He's probably a start no matter what, mm-hmm. but he has been very up and down this year. I know there's people have been disappointed in him because they thought he was gonna be like a top three or four tight end, but the Giants offense has just not been good. Mm-hmm. He's tight end 11. Uh, he's had a couple five-point weeks. Like The disappointment is real, but the last two weeks, he's had a large target share. Uh, and I think this is probably a solid bounce-back situation for the Giants. They're finally fully healthy on offense for the first time in a, in a couple weeks. And uh, the commanders are not great against tight ends, so it's a good matchup for Waller as well. I think they might try to get him going in this game. Um, and I, I could see a decently good week for him. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, my sit at tight end this week is Hunter Henry versus Buffalo. Just don't. Is is Hunter Henry dead after? We were so hyped about it. Like, yeah, I know. I'm like, too. just freaking get out of here, dude. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. So Hunter Henry, leave him on your... This is another one of those cut him lists for me. Just mm. get rid of him. Bye. He might not even play this week. He's He didn't practice on Thursday. No. Oh, there with you the go. Ankle. Double, double down. Uh, yeah, mine is Johnny Smith. He's been really good. He's actually tight end nine, which as a Patriots fan is just so sad. Um, he was 15, 10, and 13 the last three weeks. Wow. But his targets did go down a little bit this week. 
He had a touchdown, which kind of brought the game back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still, I think, the second passing tight end in that offense. Yeah. Um, and he's playing Tampa, who are top five against tight ends. So really, really tough matchup for him uh, in a game where he's not even their first, second, or third target. So don't, don't start Jonu, uh, despite his successes so far this season. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Starts and sits for week seven in the books. In the books. Yeah, we ripped through that like uh, <coughs> crappy toilet paper. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> All right, we got trade targets coming on up on the next show. Be sure to check that out. Leave a comment. See you later, guys. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.